Welcome to the WP SEO Show, brought to you by SEO Hive, your proactive white label SEO partner. The WP SEO Show is all about talking WordPress and SEO from optimizations, structures, setups, and plugins. We explore how to make your WordPress website perform better in the search engines. Here are your hosts, Pete Everett and Jeff Patch. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the WP SEO Show. I am your co-host, Jeff, joined here by my co-host, Pete. How's it going, Pete? I'm all good, thank you, mate. How are you? I'm pretty good, pretty good. We were, we, we did our pre-weather discussion before we started recording, so we won't bother you all with that today. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, Jeff is what we would call in Sheffield, Nesh. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Something we also do almost every episode is I learn a new English word or term <laughs> or phrase or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> granted, granted, don't rock up at Heathrow and say, hey, mate, are you Nash? Because he won't have a clue what you're talking about. But um, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to jump straight to it, but honestly, I'm just going to do it. Um, today, we're talking it. about something kind of... Um, I don't know, kind of bold, a bold statement maybe, or I don't know. It's an interesting statement, but that is guaranteeing traffic. Um, this kind of came up in a recent uh, tweet or X, or what do we call it now? Do we call it, are they X's? I don't know. I don't use. Well, I would have <laughs> thought they'd be called kisses. That is, yeah, I, I got you there. I see that. I see what you did there. Yeah. How have I not even like heard anybody make a reference like that in this whole I I don't know what it, I mean, we're, we're going sideways already, but I don't know how it works in the US, but in the UK, whenever we see X mentioned in the news, it's always X, formerly called Twitter. <laughs> so yeah, Twitter's it's, still it's, mentioned. I don't get it. I don't get it. Whatever. They've talked about this on every other podcast. This, this darn Twitter thing. Anyway, the, Google's The John Mueller recently responded to a tweet. Um, I, you know, I'm just going to read it since we're not showing it on here. But um, Go for it. A, a tweet from someone else said, I'm asking my boss to remove these parameters. But he's asking, OK, suppose we remove these. Will our traffic increase then? I'm uncertain uh, about what to do in this situation. Should I still push him for this step? So essentially, he's, his boss is asking him, what kind of results are we going to get from this? What, you know, what, what, what can we see or what's going to happen? And he's kind of saying, well, I have no idea. And John Mueller from Google said, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Nobody can guarantee you traffic. Sorry. And I, this kind of blew some people up. I think <laughs> like I read some of the chats and some of the discussions and stuff, and I had to just kind of walk away from it. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm never going to leave this discussion or whatever. But, but I like this statement. I don't know what, what is like just at face value. What do you, what's your reaction to that statement? I, I completely I completely agree. And I know it look, we, we have to remember that this is one of the reasons that SEO or selling SEO is hard because you can't make any guarantees. And unfortunately our industry is kind of tainted by a bit of a black hat history, which granted, you know, we're in twenty twenty four now. Granted we're starting to get a reasonable distance away from the sort of link stuffing and, you know, content duplication type days but it's still still there it's still in our recent history and uh i think actually to hear it literally from the horse's mouth and what he's written six words that's it and he's made yeah. a point <laughs> <laughs> i know i was like one sentence i'm gonna do a whole podcast episode on one sentence like i the second i read this i knew we were gonna do an episode on it yeah and look we we talk about it in lots of different 
context, don't we? You know, we talk about, we, we hear marketing gurus and, and business coaches and whatever talk talking all the time about, you know, how things like your email. I saw it from Troy Dean from uh, WP Mavericks, Troy Dean. I might even t- uh, tag him in this episode to see if he, uh, see if he notices that we're, what we're doing. Um, but he, he said, he sent a message out day or two ago that said your email list is your most valuable business asset because you own it and he's kind of right but we we hear it all the time in all of these different places you know don't base your business on facebook because what if facebook disappears don't base it on youtube because what if youtube disappears and it's kind of the same with seo you know you can't you can't necessarily guarantee anything with google because what if google what if what if elon decides that his next acquisition is google and breaks that too i'm mortified thinking about that (laughs) (laughs) i'm not going to rant too much about that but i'm just mortified even thinking about you scared the jesus out of me right there (laughs) but you you know what i mean you know if you if you rewinded two years you would never ever have anticipated that twitter would be broken now we don't even know what to call it yeah, I, I literally don't. Yeah, I have no idea. No, you're right. I mean, it was such uh, it was such an ingrained thing of our kind of, you know, life uh, business wise or just personal or social or entertainment wise. And I don't know, I kind of ran away from Twitter a few years ago. But um, yeah, it was one of those we used it every single day and yeah. you know they started doing advertising on there at, at some point in history and that kind of changed the outlook of it not enough you know it still kept blowing up and then the last couple of years is just completely you know or last months or so it's just completely gone the toilet and i'm i'm pretty sure it'll be extinct sooner or later but you know who knows and um and yeah i mean technically speaking that exact thing could happen with google or you know search engines that could completely re- be revitalized overnight um Probably not. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and granted, the odds are against it, but it's not impossible. Right. Um, Could happen. And you know, so I, I realize we may be slightly off the the topic that uh, John Mueller was talking about, but it, it starts. That's where the discussion starts. Is nobody can guarantee you traffic. Sorry, not even from the standpoint that Google might not exist tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you alluded to, or mentioned the, the kind of the black hat tendencies and stuff. And I know that, you know, you've, you've been around and, you know, in the SEO world for a long time and you've seen that stuff come and go. And, um, you know, like you said, the link stuffing or keyword stuffing and all that fun stuff. Um, you know, I mean, I, I witnessed that we've all, we've all have plenty of that, but what I actually see uh, is still very, very prevalent today is more with, you know, SEO, providers and stuff is really just selling people stuff they don't need and or not doing anything for it. Um, I would say, I'm afraid I'm exaggerating, but I honestly think probably 80% of kind of the pre-sales calls that I take, and I'm curious what it is for you, if we don't hear a horror story from somebody about their either current or previous, and I'm not trying to you know, talk trash by any company or any specific person or what out there, but it's like almost every conversation we have with a lead or, you know, interested party or just networking and stuff. When we're just chatting with some of the folks in our industry, they're always talking about, Oh yeah, I just got this client. They were paying this SEO guy 10 grand a year and we don't know what he did. And, uh, here's, here's, you know, here's the back end of the site and you can look at it and you've done nothing. 
I mean, I had, had a call last week where we found out that their client site didn't even have a blog built by their SEO team. And yet there's a blog. It's just not accessible to anybody. <laughs> yeah. And well, we're, we're currently we're currently fixing a site that didn't even load properly after an open quotes SEO team had been working on it for months. Oh yeah, they would. They they. they I'm probably butchering exactly what they did, but yeah, they put all these performance optimizations and completely destroyed the theme's loading <laughs> ability or the ability for the theme to load any CSS or anything, and it was so bad. I was just, you know, it was just. Ah, uh, oh, that that was. I've got to say, and I'm I'm not going to name and shame, obviously. Uh, and if the client's listening, because I know they they reached out to us because of the podcast, and we we do really value your custom. We really value the fact that you trusted us enough to reach out and and uh, and speak to us. And I'm not trying to sort of exploit that at all. But um, that, and I did say this to you in an email, but that really was one of the worst sites I'd come across. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, let me clarify. Not one of the worst sites. One of the worst uh, uh, well, things well, that well, happened to a website. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 one of the biggest car crashes in terms yeah. of what other people have done to a website that I come across. Um, yeah, that, that that was that was tough, and what and it just pains me. It pains me. And sure, I we're happy to make a new sale and make some money. I, I, obviously, but it just oh man, it just it, oh, it infuriates me. It breaks my heart. Everything when I see people getting taken advantage by this because. If anything, even at the very lightest, it it's now something that we have to overcome. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we've got to prove to you that we're not that shady or we're not that lazy or whatever it is, you know? So it's just, yeah, that stuff just kind of kind of tees me off in the industry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, in all honesty, that is one of the key things I find from, from doing, not, I'm, from, I was going to say from doing the podcast, which is true, but from doing... Uh, you know, I, I've had two podcasts now and I've done some Facebook stuff and I, I'm relatively active in the admin bar thanks to the generosity of Kyle Van Dusen who's getting his weekly shout out in this episode. And, um, but part of the reason for that is is just to show people that, you know what, I, I, I'm hopefully a nice guy. <laughs> I'm hopefully a trustworthy guy. We both are. Uh, and we, we do things the right way. And whilst people do stumble across certain providers that are horror stories there are also good people out there in the industry as well oh, and yeah. if, you want to, yeah. if you want to talk to the you know if you want to talk to any of them go for it and i'll put my stake in the sand and sort of say yeah that's that's the side of the fence i want to be known for being on i'm optimistic that more providers freelancers whomever out there are positive than there are negative yeah. ones you know um i think though it like it's like our experience doesn't tell us that though, but that's also probably because we're we're commonly getting ones that are leaving providers. You know what I mean? The ones that are happy yeah. are going to stay there for years and years and years, yeah, and you'll absolutely. never have those discussions. So, you know, that's it's probably it's probably skewed a little bit, but but yeah, it's one of, like one of the things that I I really do take pride in, and it's an awkward thing to say sometimes when I've have had this topic come up in the conver- in sales calls and stuff, and it's like I can't guarantee you. X results. I, I just can't. And I won't because it's irresponsible. But what I can guarantee you is that we will do what we're promising to do. We will do the work. And we all know from experience, and you you know, you probably know that meaning the person I'm chatting with, you know, from their experience too, that uh, that this stuff works. And if you're doing it and your competitors aren't doing it, you win. It's pretty much as simple as that. Um, and if not, then you are putting the work. I mean, if they are doing it, then you're putting the work in and you know, we can analyze further from there, but at the very like lightest, you, you just got to put the work into it and we can guarantee that 
you know, and most people can guarantee that if they're honest and, you know, confident in their, their skills and all that fun stuff. But yeah. Well, you know, I, I was, uh, well, we, 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 yeah, we've been talking about, we've been talking about this a little bit offline as well, but I, I've always, for as long as I can remember anyway, tried to tie like an SEO success into a metric that is something internal to the client's business. So that could be turnover, that could be number of new customers, it could be number of sales, it could be number of inquiries through a lead form or whatever it might be. It could be anything. But rather than, I always get really feel really uncomfortable if the SEO target is I want X many words in position one. Because actually, you know, I, I, I can get you keywords in position one but whether that that's actually going to make any tangible difference to anybody is a very different question so i've always found that having the having an element of context i'm not saying that clients shouldn't care about how we get results that's that's absolutely not what i'm saying but by having a a context or a grounding in a context that isn't seo i find that a far more productive um approach to seo results in inverted commas which is what we're talking about today than actually a traffic a traffic promise or a position promise or a keyword promise or whatever it might be yeah i mean i and i know what what we're talking referring to a little bit here and let me just say pete could be much more than like a SEO and marketing and all this guru. I mean, he's straight up business consultant um, <laughs> when it comes to no, you know, looking at, at numbers and <laughs> other finance. No, that that breakdown you showed me earlier was was just insane. So I mean, I don't I don't even know how to get into it on a podcast like this. But um, but yeah, that was and that's the type of thing where. Again, even with what you what you were showing me, I feel like I'm like it's like not secret. I just don't know how to describe it on here. But even with that, you're able to show the client what is necessary to reach some certain levels. You know what I mean? And it's there's some variance here and there, but like that painted a very good picture. It's still not a guarantee though. It but it but what it did was it showed them what is going to be required and put it into context and it was it was amazing so 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 what it what i i and i must admit i kind of feel a bit bad for bringing it up now because we're not now is not the time and on a podcast probably isn't the best format of kind of talking through it essentially what it is is a simulator a simulator that takes a commercial goal in for the client that i was initially building it for it was annual turnover and it then breaks that down through their sales numbers through their conversion rates through the opt-in rate on their website through the keyword research we've done and then gives an indication as to how many pieces of content you need to write in order to be in the ballpark of that kind of sales number that's what it what it is so if that sounds like something that's uh, interesting to you um and you want to know more about it, I think that probably the easiest thing would be to maybe uh, arrange a live stream or something if people want to see this. Or a, we, we used to run some webinars. Maybe we use that webinar platform again, Jeff, and get, get people on it. Um, but if you're interested in seeing that, drop us an email to hello at seohive.co and set the email subject line as show me the simulator or show me the simulation, <laughs> right? And if we get enough of those in over the next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll, we'll email you back with a date 
and uh how we're going to do it and we'll we'll talk through it then but it's um yeah if if that is something of interest to you then then let us know and we'll we'll arrange it i, I like that we'll we'll see if anyone's uh, listening and interested because trust me you should be if you are listening it was really cool um and <laughs> I, but i also i kind of want to want to put it into context too um the business that we were going through that one i uh, was doing multiple tens of millions of dollars a year in sales um yeah this is good it was stuff. around about 35 million in sales a year yeah i wouldn't put joe the plumber down the street through this process it's probably not necessary um, no no <laughs> i'm just trying to paint a picture because you know we've, we've got such a variance of of uh people that listen to this show and stuff and some of them are working for fortune 500 companies some of them are working for joe the plumber and Bob's Pizza Pot. Yeah, so, and, you know. and and granted, granted, there's an element of the way it's built. There's an element of genericism about it. I mean, I, I mentioned on a show a few weeks ago, um, we worked for a client that sold luxury yachts. He only had to sell four of them a year, um, and he was full. He literally couldn't build them any faster than four a year. So there's an economy of scale with this thing, which is, you know, uh, if, if you only have to make four sales a year to, in order to survive, this probably isn't, uh, the, the simulation that's going to work for you. Um, but I'd, I'd safely say, look, anything that's six figures, maybe two or three, uh, two or three times six figures, um, it, up, it would work absolutely fine for. Yeah. You have to have some, some numbers there, some info, yeah. some data, um, some traffic, some sales. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, but yeah. Anyway, um, I just, like I, I feel said, like that I've was... just dangled a really big carrot and now we're going to say, know. yeah, but we're not going to talk about that anymore. And it totally wasn't <laughs> our intention with this at all. I, I casually brought it up and next thing you know, we're, we're coming up with promotion ideas live on the podcast. So, dun, dun, dun. so, so, but, but let's, let's bring us back to topic. The, the whole point of that, that simulator was to, was to to take that commercial goal and sort of reverse engineer what an SEO strategy would look like, and that's that 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 was kind of the point I was really making, which is, I wouldn't even guarantee commercial goals, but actually having that grounding, having that context, that's that's the starting point for your SEO plan. That is by far a more grounded approach to figuring out how SEO can serve a business rather than using an SEO metric as the benchmark for success. Yeah. And really at the end of the day, they're, they're estimates, no matter what, they're always an estimate. There's just not a guarantee. I mean, if, oh, if yeah. we're getting down to the, you know, the nitty gritty definition of the word, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, there's, you also, some, another thing that's worth noting in all of this is that unless you're an e-commerce business or, uh, taking payment for your goods or services online, however you want to describe yourself. The minute that you have to put in place a sales process, which leans on humans, squidgy organic bags of flesh that, you know, s that, that are going to sit on a phone or a Zoom call or whatever it might be, the minute you insert that into a sale, then you open up this whole can of worms to do with variation, to do with, you know, uh, personal differences between the per you know the inquirer and the person that's on the end of the phone you know they, they might just not get on they might hate each other and have a big argument and and you know hang up and that'll be the end of it 
you you there's a whole load of stuff you can't control like subliminal subliminal stuff you can't control that then gets put in at that place it's great to have a sales process absolutely i'm not suggesting you shouldn't use squidgy organic human beings but um the uh, all i'm really saying is that this none of this stuff is like clinically um it's not a clinical process you can't guarantee any step of it the whole point of like the simulator that we've just been talking through is to give an estimation and that's exactly the same with anything else you know if we do this for your business we estimate that it would have this kind of impact we may be we may be right we may be wrong and don't forget wrong could be either way wrong could be well it doesn't work at all or it could overwork and we could meet hit your target even quicker um but it's just to it's just to have that kind of benchmark i suppose yeah um <laughs> it's uh <clears throat> sorry i'm dealing i'm dealing with a squidgy organic you know bag of flesh on the other end of the podcast here so uh, i can i can see the cogs wearing behind the glasses <laughs> <laughs> whose brain is like fighting its, itself just in, on multiple thoughts at the same time um no i was just thinking about you know we're sitting here saying you can't guarantee traffic yet how many times have you seen guarantees for traffic or guarantees for whatever and they're doing it because they're what they're saying is they're putting where they're putting their money where their mouth is and i respect that i mean i isn't exactly the way i want to go all the time but like i do respect that like that does say something that also i'm pretty sure is contextual and relative to again you know income levels and and you know certain turnaround and things like that but but there's companies that say we are confident that we can deliver these results for this much but you know the problem not the problem is you know that this much figure is big and it's it gives them the ability to pivot and to do various things and to make those things happen so it's a much different way to approach the situation as well there's a spectrum with this isn't there i mean there's there's the emails that we've all received that start with "I get you number one in Google," and that is that is one end. That, that, that's the very tame end of this spectrum where people literally just don't have a clue. It's it's clickbait to get you to to open an email and to start an email discussion with them. Um, and then you have the opposite end of the spectrum, which is what you've just you what you've just uh, described, where you say, "Look, yeah, we can we can run SEO for you, but it's going to cost you a hundred grand this year," and guess what within a hundred grand you've got the budget to do a hell of a lot of stuff and you know have multiple plates spinning and actually i would i would guess that at either end of that spectrum if they hit a target and get you to what they're promising neither end of that spectrum would be able to pinpoint and say okay we did that and that got you to there Instead, it would be, well, we did all of this stuff and somehow we managed to sort of have a whole load of spit, grit and duct tape and made it happen. Just my two pence. I agree. And I'm I'm sitting here thinking, well, you probably could collect the data and make some assessments off of that. And then my my brain started doing that thing again, where it was like, holy crap, that's a lot of things to try to compute. How would we ever even? I mean, it's possible, but like, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah yeah but that's you know that's where we are so in answer to uh can you ever guarantee seo results the answer is no um 
No, I think because, we clarified that. I think we yeah. clarified that pretty well. Uh, and actually, but, we and, could have done this whole episode in like, it would have been so funny. Welcome no. to the WP SEO show. Today, we're asking, can you guarantee, ever guarantee SEO results? No. Thanks but, for listening. <laughs> given that, let, let's safely say, let's, let's safely say we all agree on that. And given that, though, how do you, you know, how would, how would you approach these type of topics if you're, you know, uh, a freelancer or a small agency talking about this with, with a client, you know, cause you don't want to tell them, no, I can't guarantee anything. You know, that's going to sound ridiculous, but at the same time, how do you say that? How do you tell them that? So I'm going to hate myself for the, saying these next two words. Cause I hate <laughs> them being said to me. It depends. <laughs> um, the number of times I have to say it depends to a client is uh, is kind of untrue, but the the way, as I say, the way I approach it is to look at the commercials. To to say, I, the the way I normally phrase the question in the first in the first instance is I normally say to the client as part of a discovery session or a a, a call or you know a, an intro call or whatever it is is okay. So if we could fast forward twelve months from now what would success look like for you? We've been working together for a year. You've paid me some money, whatever that's going to turn out to be. What would your business need to look like for you to turn around to me and say, yeah, Pete did a good job. You know, I'd fully recommend him. We'd do it. We'd go again. And if you can then articulate to me what that is, we can then start to put in place. We can then look at where you are now. And of course, we've then got we've then got a scale we've got an x to y and we can look to see if that's achievable we can look to see if that's um you know what seo techniques we're going to use in order to get there we can look see what you're bringing to the table already to see to gauge how much work we you know how much of a runway we've got and um we could look to see if anything's wrong you might bring me a website that's blacklisted well no i'm not going to get you anywhere that's that's probably about the only guarantee i would make yeah <laughs> um i guarantee you i can't do jack for you yeah <laughs> So that's uh, normally, uh, to answer your question, how do you have these conversations? You, uh, I normally start by talking to the, the business about their business and about what it is they are wanting. What has made them pick up the phone or have the bright idea that SEO is what they need to do? And if it's because, oh, well, I want to be number one in Google. Okay, well, why? And in all honesty, if I'm working with a client, if the client that's speaking to me is somebody that is that vain that they just want to be number one, then they're not the client for me and I'll, I'll say no and move on. And I realize I'm in a very luxury place that I can say no to work. I get that. Not everybody can. But that's my kind of, that's my take on it anyway. That's, uh, that's, that's good. I, that's informative because... A lot of, yeah, I kind of come in from a different way, I guess. And it's not a different way. It's just maybe a different experience. And it's, you know, you've obviously work you, your leads and stuff in your agency life. You've got bigger businesses. I, I know a lot of the ones you work with, they're all just larger in, in size and, you know, employees and, and, you know, fun, everything than the ones I've gotten over the years. Um, now I've distanced myself from direct agency work over the last few years, but most of the ones I I've dealt with have been startups. And so that's mm. kind of a different, you know, topic. And, and when I say startups, I mean, you know, startups is an exaggeration. These are, these are side hustles or small businesses started by, you know, people like you and I entrepreneurs. So no disrespect by any means, just they don't have, you know, a hundred grand of in the bank, let alone five or 10 grand probably of, of reserve funds or anything. Um, and so with that said, they also don't have the, 
experience and the, you know, the years of doing sales and knowing what their conversion rates are and knowing what kind of, you know, profit margins they have. So a lot of those topics that I've had have just been like, yeah, I don't know. We just need it. And I, you know, at that stage, I kind of go, I agree. <laughs> you know, I, I, I agree. You need it and let's do the work. Let's put it in. Let's collect the data. Let's get some sales. Let's get you moving. Um, and you know, we'll assess as we go. We it's not, you know, it's not to spend money unnecessarily. It's always on priority things, but you know, you can make more informed decisions once you've actually done some of the work and, or have the data and info to you, but day one, but you don't know. Yeah, but that's that's absolutely fine, and that's absolutely sound advice. There's there's nothing wrong with that. All you're doing is you are starting uh, maybe two discussions further down the process than I am with the client that knows all this stuff, and I need to extract this from them. Yeah, and you're you're just you're kind of relying on the process a bit more to begin with in order to start delivering those things. And what I would do in that instance is say, right. We're going to have a startup process, and it's going to look like look like this, basically exactly what you've what you've just uh, described. And then, when we get to a point where you have a regular stream of customers coming in, we're then going to we're then going to get around the table together, be that virtually or in person, and go through it all. And then, guess what? We're going to have those first two discussions, and we might need to course correct it that way. So there's there's absolutely no problem with with working with smaller smaller businesses or startups or people that don't have that information but you do need to be you do need to have a, a confidence in what you're doing and be able to read almost read between the lines of the data a little bit bef- until you get the information that you need and have that have that as a as i say as a process as a as a marker in the sand that says you know this might take us six months it might take us eight months it might take us a year but it doesn't matter how long it takes what I'm guaranteeing with you is we are going to have that discussion. As soon as we can, we will have it. Until then, this is what we're going to do. Yep, yep. And, you know, we're obviously talking mostly about SEO specifically stuff, you know, whether that's improving the website or writing content or, you know, various things like that, doing working on their local business uh, focus. But as the professional that these companies are working with, you know, you as the agency owner or consultant or freelancer, whatever you're describing yourself as, you're in such a good position to help them in with their efforts overall as a business consultant. Like I'm, I'm you know, like I said, you, you're walking me through that thing earlier and I'm going, this is, this is so much bigger than SEO. Yeah. It's going to help with figuring out what you need to do and what's going to be required and you know, all that stuff. But this is the info that they need. And, and, you know, one of the metrics um, on that was like the conversion rate. And so when we're chatting, we realized, well, you know, going over this, okay, it's going to require this, that, and this to reach these ranks or blah, blah, blah. And it's a daunt. It was daunting. But if we could tweak the conversion pro- or the sales process somehow to increase that conversion rate by 10%, then we'd only need to do half of the effort we were talking about and get twice the results. Like it was a, like that right there was a much more valuable piece of information to have than knowing how many pieces of content they need, for example, like just knowing that right there. And that's, you know, you, you might just give that to them for free in a conversation over Zoom, you know, or a meeting face to face or whatever, because you've uncovered that and you've learned it. But like, they're gonna put you on a pedestal for something like that. They're gonna get you're gonna be employee of the month and you don't even work there, you know? Like that's like my hey, I'll take that bonus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and now it's like, well, yeah, obviously everybody knows if you increase your, you know, sales conversion rate, then you're gonna get more sales. But like being able to conceptualize that or contextualize that and put that into the into 
hard data and facts. Like that's really valuable stuff. Uh, you know, playing with those numbers is. I, I enjoy doing it, especially when it's with somebody else's business. Um, but playing with those numbers is... Um, I, I I was taught that process. I have We've talked about it before, the circle of truth. Essentially, that's what the circle of truth is. It's just got an extra bit added on the bottom, which helps you sort of tangible figure out like a content plan. But the doing all of that stuff is what positions you as... Uh, it positions you away from being an SEO consultant or a web developer or web designer or insert web industry specific term to your job title and instead positions you as a trusted advisor to the client. And if you can become a trusted advisor, then you just become the go-to. And not only do you become their go-to, but when Business people or people people mix or people become the sum of the five people they spend the most time around. So if you're working with a CEO of a company that's doing $35 million a year, you can bet your bottom dollar he is mixing with people that are doing, uh, have businesses that are doing between, let's say, 25 and $50 million a year, right? So when they're having their discussions and he's saying, you know what, we've got this, we, we met this guy, he, we got him in to talk about some SEO, but you know what, he actually, he just lifted the roof off the business and he helped us work on our conversion rate. He has, he's delivered on the SEO, but because of, you know, he hit his original SEO target, but he also helped us increase our conversion rate. So he's kind of like double bubble there. And then he's helped us improve our average customer value. So that's triple bubble. And, you know, this guy's better than gold. <laughs> his four mates guess who they're gonna ring <laughs> right so that's uh that's I, I i've mentioned this on the show before i truly feel that as somebody that comes in if somebody's going to trust you with open quotes improving their business close quotes you have a duty of care over that person to make sure that they do that in a responsible way because if you're playing with business, it can just as easily go wrong as go right. And if you've got if if you do something that improves their business so much that they can't handle the workload, they couldn't in this in this simulation that I taught you through, it was like they're gonna need like twelve hundred quotes a year. If they can't handle twelve hundred quotes a year in order to get that, that's not to win them, that's to produce them because they have a, a win rate that's only a portion of that. Um then all you're going to do by getting them to that level is disappoint people. And like I've said about this guy and he's speaking to his mates, that conversation could just as easily go, well, I had this, I met this SEO person and they, they, they kind of did a lot of things, but you know what? They, they got us so much traffic, we couldn't handle it. And then people started complaining. Then we couldn't deliver on the work for clients that were paying us. So we lost some of them and we ended up sacking them off because we couldn't afford them because we'd lost too much money. There's no way I want to be in that place. I want to be in the first place with all the recommendations as much as possible. And I never want to be in the last place. So I, yeah, that's, that's why I just think as a, as the web professional that they have entrusted to help develop their business, you, it, it may seem like I'm a bit being a bit sort of moral and a bit kind of above my station, I suppose, but that's the way I, that's the way I view it. I don't just tactically want to deliver some SEO. I, it doesn't excite me to get out of bed and write how many how many meta descriptions are on that website 107 i don't I, remember <laughs> that, that that doesn't excite me i don't want to get out of bed and 
write 107 meta descriptions to tidy up an, an uh, you know an SEO health check. And if you don't want to do that either, we have a team at SEO Hive that can help you with that. But I promise you, neither me or Jeff will be writing a meta description. No, we will not. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> our team enjoys doing that, or yeah. they at least enjoy being paid to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, okay. I'll finish preaching now. I feel like I've been on my soapbox. <laughs> no, I well, I mean, I agree with you 100%. And like I said, even though I've got a slightly different experience or whatever, I mean, that's that's you know that's that's gold right there and that's how you do something yourself as the person and you know maybe you want to maybe you don't but at the same time i also know for a fact that you wouldn't overstep if you're if you're in that situation and the owner or finance guy in a meeting or whatever brushes it off and doesn't want to hear any about it you're not gonna be like no i need you to understand this it's like all right well you don't want that information then okay fine i tried but you know all right yeah we'll, we'll do what we want to do for a while but yeah so it's not like you said it's it's not uh trying to overstep your station or anything like that it's hey you know i've i found this out and i mean i you know a couple times i've had to have some tough discussions where people are wanting this is more about just wordpress general stuff or whatever but people are requesting things that are frankly too expensive given the sales that i know they aren't getting because i'm managing their website and we see that they've made $75 this year in e-commerce sales. Well, guess what? You probably don't want to drop $500 on, you know, changing the design of this footer because it's not valuable to you right now. Like, and I'll tell somebody that because I don't want them to waste their money. But at the same time, um, if they, if I had a better idea that would actually get them sales, that would, would that's what I would want to bring to the table. And, you know, you can, you can kind of cement yourself as that person in this industry more so than just being an SEO provider, just being a WordPress developer or whatever. And, you know, I had this discussion the day before. Yeah. No, we're on Tuesday, aren't we? Must have been on Friday. Um, I don't know. I don't know what day it is. Whenever it was. The <laughs> the guy, the, a client of ours got in touch with us because they wanted to put, they were, <laughs> the request was, we want an AI chatbot to handle all of our support tickets. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And, uh, you know, the, <laughs> you know, how much will it cost? Right. Well, let's, let's just back up a second here. Uh, how many variants of support tickets have you got? Have you mapped out how many? No, no, we'll go away, do that. And they came back like four hours later. Yeah, we, we reckon there's about, 535 different outputs that we could get to it's like right before we go and do that let's go and put a chat applet on your website for free and see if your customers are going to engage with it how about we do that first <laughs> right if if it's going to be useful we can chat about it but if it's not i'm not going to waste your time on mine <laughs> So how long was the chatbot up before we realized no one's using our chatbot or a chat uh, it's, prompt it, or whatever? It only went it only because it's Tuesday. The, the chatbot only went live yesterday, so oh, I don't okay. have the information to to uh, to tell you that yet. Uh, but yeah, that's that was look. That's that's just the right advice. It's not as I say. I know I know of agencies that or I know of people that run agencies that need the money, and I don't I don't envy that position at all i've been there i get it it's it's not a nice place to be and i realize i'm in a privileged position where i can say i don't want to take your money because it's not the right thing for either of us um you know so i i feel for people and that that's exactly why seo hive exists is to help people that are in that position to get recurring revenue so that 
they can have their bases covered and then they can not have to scrat around for every dollar or cent that that comes their way to make the bills pay uh, to pay the bills each month um well, that's exactly and, what we're here for and it's why we have a pretty clear defined you know couple of services that we do so that there isn't that vague question mark of what am i getting this month what's going to happen i mean you know we can't guarantee the results but we know what we're going to do we know what goes into that and you know it's all about kind of doing the hard work and putting putting the effort in that's it what we can guarantee is the work will be done the work will be done to a very good standard it will be delivered on time it will be uploaded it will be white hat it will be done in accordance with google's rules and regulations as they are at the time that the work is done and we have enough experience to know that if you follow that process religiously enough over and over and over again then the results do come but those results may not be traffic which is where we started with john Mueller. nobody can guarantee traffic the results will come with an improvement to the client's business and that needs to hopefully be tied into some discussion you've had with the client about what they're expecting to happen um but yeah, and like we, 99.9999 percent of the time it's going to end up with increased traffic but Look, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this one on the on the show before, but the when I started my agency, um, the old finance director at the agency that I left, he'd he'd left about three months before me and had moved to this new this other company, this manufacturing company. And when he found out that I'd kind kind of gone out on my own, so I was maybe two or three months in, he got in touch and wanted to talk about um, SEO, you know, SEO provision for the for the new company, and we started working together and over the first 12 months i increased their traffic by one visit 12 months on 12 months they had an increase of one visit i was gutted i wanted it to be identical but it was one visit <laughs> but their sales had increased by 500 percent. Hmm. so all of a sudden they didn't care what the traffic was on their website <laughs> all they cared about was the money that was in the bank um so that was, yeah, that that was a fun project to work on. And that was all about quality of traffic rather than quantity of traffic. Traffic itself is a vanity metric. Yeah. If you're, if you're getting, it's, I, I often say this to clients, it's, it's not that difficult to get a hundred thousand people to view your website, to get a thousand people to view your website that actually want what you do or could help them with. That's a far harder task to, to achieve. And, um, yeah, that was exactly that was exactly the case with that first client. Yep, you can you can send people there, but that doesn't mean they're targeted, they're interested, and that's one of the things I love the most is being able to and and that, this isn't even like doing this, like going out of my way to do it, but just reviewing something and like catching something where you go, oh my goodness, this is going to improve their business or their website or their life. It's going to make customers have a better experience on there. And, so, and I mean, I usually find something like that just by browsing a website, like for myself, you know what I mean? Like not even a client website. I'll be like, oh, hey, I want to email this company that I'm shopping at and let them know about this, you know, idea for their website that would help. And no, that's unsolicited. They don't probably want that, but you know. <laughs> But this this is where SEO is every other form of in uh, of marketing apart from SEO and Google Ads is interruption marketing. So if you think about running Facebook ads, I'm not saying you shouldn't run Facebook ads. Of course I'm not. Their their audience demographic targeting tools are some of the best on the planet. We are running a Facebook ad right now. 
<laughs> but if you think about Facebook ads, you that that ad gets mixed in uh, amongst a whole feed of stuff where you've got your friend's kids and their holiday snaps and memories about, you know, a, a drink you had in a bar five years ago and, you know, your some skiing holiday or some memory with somebody that you went to school with or somebody getting engaged. And then all of a sudden you've got an advert selling you a light bulb and then you're back to grandma's knitting. And you know <laughs> what I mean? It, it's, it's not, it's not contextual in the space that it appears. Um, Whereas anything that you can do in the search engines, that is triggered by the keywords the user types in. So they are already looking for something around the theme of what you ask. You've already, of what you offer, you've already, you're already one step further down the line than anybody that's running Facebook ads or YouTube ads or Instagram ads or LinkedIn ads or you name it. You're one step closer before you begin. And they're a damn sight cheaper in a lot of cases. Yeah. Um, so that that is why that for me personally, that is why SEO and Google Ads are the two sort of top of the tree type uh, marketing approaches for for companies to go for. But yeah, that's not to say that any of the other stuff's bad. And I know people that have earned a lot of money and got serious results for clients using it. But it's not my bag. Yeah. I'm kind of piggybacking off of that. One of the things that I'm just really having such like a, I don't know, such a positive experience, like seeing the results of and realizing how valuable it is and kicking myself for not putting more of a focus on it for so long. And that's local SEO and, you know, for brick and mortar businesses, obviously. But like I said, I mean, just now that we've had such an effort, uh, such a focus on this for the last year or so. um, And then just my day-to-day life, like I'm constantly seeing people not utilizing these features and i just have to go why you know why do why aren't you doing it because it's it's right there for you to do it and websites one thing right it's it's easy enough to get a website it we know in this business that it's hard enough to get a good website that does everything you need it to do and and all that stuff but like it's possible but it can be a lot of work um and then you you know you start doing seo you've got to get your testimonials on there and make sure your business hours and stuff. And yes, you should do that. You should do that. (laughs) But you could also do it for your Google listing and boom, you just get everything right there. If people are coming by your business, they find you on there, they see your reviews. It's it's all right there. You don't you almost don't even need a website to utilize this stuff. Almost, almost, almost. And it just drives me nuts seeing more and more people not utilizing it. Like I said, my day, my day-to-day life, every time I'm searching for something, most businesses, they haven't claimed their listing. They don't have the info. Everything's outdated. There's negative reviews from seven years ago that haven't been responded to. Like, <laughs> like it's just wild why people don't do it. And hey, Mr. or Mrs. Consultant, perfect opportunity to lead your clients there. Cool. Well, I think I think that's a good place to end. Yeah, you know, seeing as uh, I was really worried how we were going to talk about this for uh, for a lot longer, and that was at like six minutes, and here we are, uh, forty minutes later. <laughs> I know. I I honestly, I, I I just think that's a that's uh, you're dead right. It's um, local SEO. The local SEO features on the map pack. If you have a brick and mortar business where you need footfall, it's it's invaluable you cannot you cannot uh it's so overlooked that's the that's the thing and 
the misnomer with all of this is when people have websites delivered. I don't mean agencies here. I mean clients and clients have websites delivered and they class it that they're, that's it. Their website is finished. It's done. And, We're uh, ready. Yeah, absolutely. We're done. We'll, we'll, we'll sit here and watch the money money be printed. And it, it just don't work like that. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the tumbleweed? And uh, I, I, I had somebody on my other podcast, um, a guest called Candy Phelps, and she used this expression that a website is never finished it's born and i i i I can't i've never been able to come up with a a better expression for it you're dead right you then have to nurture it and you then have to get it to kindergarten and then you have to get it into into school and and it grows it grows with your business and um i think we've touched on that through everything we've talked about today so uh, thank you for listening. Um, if you found this show or any of our shows valuable, please do go and leave us a review on your podcast player of choice. Uh, as long as it's five stars, that's amazing. And if you do want us to arrange something to walk through the uh, the content simulator, um, then feel free to stop, send us an email to hello at seohive.co with the subject, show me the simulator. Yep. Thanks for listening. And we will uh, talk to you later. See you in the next one. Later. The WP SEO Show is brought to you by SEO Hive, your agency's proactive white label SEO partner. We understand that finding a reliable SEO supplier is key to ensuring you build stable monthly recurring revenue into your digital agency. At SEO Hive, we have a suite of products that will help you sell, scale, and deliver your monthly SEO retainers, from our scout reports and one off technical boosters, to our flagship local SEO and honeypot plans all of which have clear pricing and monthly deliverables. If you want to explore how SEO Hive can help your agency deliver high quality and reliable SEO agreements for your clients, you can find more information at seohive.co and schedule a call to discuss the next steps.